2: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Our heroes continue to battle their way into the Wave Echo Caverns alongside their friend, Ranger. They've slain the evil ghost, Mormesk, but lost their spectator ally, Carl. Will our heroes triumph over an army of the undead? Will Quinny and Ranger maintain their will-they-won't-they love story? Has the black spider already achieved his freaking goals? Find out next
3: on Dumb Dumbs and Dragons! You just bring your sword out of its throat, stab it through the eye, and it drops to the ground dead.
4: Yes!
3: You swing your sword around your head as you do it, and it just sprays everyone with uh, ghoul blood. Sorry, sorry, Quinny, uh, not sorry. <laughs> Speaking of, Quinny. I'm currently. You were engaged with the ghoul that just went down. Right. Okay. So we've got
2: we've got skeleton left. That's uh, just that's the skeleton, at us. and then the ones that yeah. have been
3: turned that are uh, sort of retreating into
0: the mines. Okay. So we'll leave them. All right. So let's move up on this skeleton. Can I move into a position to flank? Yeah, it's engaged with butthole, so you can move in behind it. Okay, great. So I'm going to take some goddamn advantage on that, and hopefully roll better than an eight on this second roll. But nope. So we'll take
3: the eight plus seven for fifteen. Yep, that'll hit nine. With a bunch of just sort of death stabs of your blade, you manage to sort of take apart the vertebrae and the, the head kind of rolls off the back and the skeleton clatters to the floor in a pile. Cool. Sweet.
1: Nice. Okay,
2: so I want to pause time for a second, Tom, because I got some questions before I can yell strategy to the rest of the group. Who's walking away from us and how far away are they?
3: You have three zombies wandering away, one ghoul, and four skeletons. And there are four of us. So here's, here's what I know
2: in my brain for my strategy We've used two rounds, so that means that was twelve seconds. So we have forty-eight seconds left, where stuff will walk away from me rather than fighting us. Here's what I'm p- pitching to the group. I'm Make s- it a quick pitch. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be super quick. So I'm just gonna yell to the rest of the group. We're gonna go back. Actually, like real time, my action this turn will be me yelling. I'm running to the far side, pick him up, chuck him in the room and we'll lock the door and then we'll be able to come out. We got 48 seconds. Uh, and then I'm going to run directly to the opposite side of the room from where we are so that I'll drive them back towards yeah. the room we were in. Hurt and- them like a sheepdog. Yeah, you, you you can't hurt them. You could just, but you could push him or carry him or whatever. So do I have anybody near me? They're
3: literally just kind of like wandering off into the-, the All right, house. so I'll
2: go to the furthest one. I'm going to run got around it. the furthest one and then I'm just going to start like steering him towards that <laughs> room because they have to use their full movement to move directly away from me. Okay. So uh, you guys can push them. If you hurt them, they can fight us. But if you don't, we can shove them in the room. Okay. How like, are
1: we hurting them, though? Uh,
2: just push them. They're not going to fight you. They literally only
1: walk oh. away
3: from me as long as you don't hurt them. <clears throat> Okay.
1: Oh, crazy! Okay. is
3: pushing considered hurting. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> I
2: pushed mine.
3: Yeah, but they're they're scared of you. They're not yeah, scared of that. You're a cleric. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. You you're the light source. Listen, roll
2: the dice. We fight him anyways.
4: I don't care. <laughs> ambush one. Push it. Do whatever you want. I'm still like bleeding out here, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, like how much help do you have? I'm at a six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, butthole, you are
3: able to successfully corral. Let's say the ghoul. Yeah, that's who I'd corral. He's the scariest one. Yeah. So be the uh, one you're wanted. able to corral the ghoul into the, uh, as it like, you know, hisses at you and like recoils. You're, you're able to hurt it into the into the forge of spells. Could we just kind of take in our turns right now? Because these yep. guys aren't yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not going to do anything outside of initiative order.
0: And they were just zombies shambling away. So I'm going to try and run up on a zombie and kind of stab it in the back and hopefully get advantage. Okay. Okay. I rolled a 19.
3: Uh, yeah, that'll hit. 14 damage you uh damage it uh, severely but it is still standing okay so this one's hostile but i'll take it it turns around and
0: moans you like <gasps> can I use my uh, cunning action then to disengage uh yes you sure
3: can all um, right and
1: i've I've got my uh quarter staff out in front of me and I'm just like trying to like push the zombie like away from me just like that way that way towards uh, the board. can you roll
3: me a stealth check please 16 total. Yep, the, the zombie is, is corralled gently. Uh, using your stealth, you're able to kind of apply a light enough touch that uh, partially because your staff is made of glass, just kind of, you know, it's, it's like a gentle breeze. Cool. Uh, so the zombie starts moving, sort of blindly shuffling towards the, uh, towards the forge of spells. So, uh... Under the
4: weight of my own failure. <laughs> I'm making my way towards Goblin Jr., keeping myself up with my short sword, which I'm using like a little crutch, a la Tiny <laughs> Tim. <laughs> I throw myself over the top of Goblin Jr. and say, little buddy, help a brother out.
2: <laughs> I let him decide what I should do. <laughs> Goblin Jr., with a just a frustrated sigh, just grabs Ranger by the back of his collar. And drags him over to the feet of Butthole, and then like looks up at Butthole and looks down disappointed at Ranger, <laughs> and just shakes his head and just goes, "Snarf." Oh, and I just defecated.
4: <laughs>
2: Goblin Junior smells it and goes, "Snarf." Uh, like looks up at, at Butthole, and it's clear he's like, "What did this guy eat?" <laughs> dwarf.
4: And a dwarf. One of the dead ones. You weren't looking. I'm sorry. I said I wouldn't do it, and I did it.
2: I'm so sorry. He's having a, he's having a day. Goblin Jr. snarfs at it. We're all sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. We're going to have to tell Gundren. No,
3: or not. No, no, we won't. I, I'm the only one who's heard this, and I ain't telling fucking nobody. Back to the top of the round of initiative order. The hostile, the aggro zombie is going to um, start uh, shuffling after. Now, Quinny, where did you move after you uh, disengaged? I want to move back towards the light. Uh, it shambles towards you. Attempts to bite you, it will fail. Oh, excellent! It turns out that slow-moving zombies are uh, not great at biting tiny, nimble halflings. Mm-hmm. The other two zombies—one of them uh, has been herded by Alan, so it is in the forge. Um, the other one is wandering off uh, down the path and disappears. All right. Uh, next up, we have Butthole. There are terrible smells at your feet.
2: I look down at Ranger and I'm like, "Man, why Do you know what? We'll get there. Like, here's here's my oath to you." You're not going to die. I can guarantee that much, but it's going to suck for you for a bit. Uh, and then I just <laughs> stay leaving. focused on holding the ghoul. Because okay. well, yep. I got the ghoul trapped inside the room. If that ghoul comes out, yeah. we're in some shit. They yeah. got like, their poison and
3: paralysis and shit. I don't need that. Yeah. Has the zombie that Alan is corralling made its way over yes, there by it's, now? So, it's so we got in the two in the room? Uh, so the, the zombie, currently there's a zombie in the, the forge, and the ghoul is in the forge. And okay. there's one hostile zombie outside? Uh, there's one hostile zombie attacking Quinny, and there's still uh, four skeletons. There's still oh.
1: one more zombie too, right?
3: It, that one zombie's wandered off into the night.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
2: Just keep working on getting shit in the room. I don't want to close the door yet if we can get another guy in there. Alan, that's your job. Uh, and then I just stand there turning turning as much undead as I can. Ranger, you're up. You're doing great, Alan.
4: Okay. <laughs> So I take up my bow, and I'm resting right next. I have my my shoulders, like, digging right into the dog.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and he he digs in his feet, so you've got, like, a a support.
4: So I raise my bow. I look at Quinny. Don't look at me. Don't (laughs) aim at me. (laughs) I remember about how he helped me out with one of the
0: ghouls. Oh, yeah.
4: And I say, you bastard, I don't (laughs) like you. I don't love you, but goddammit do I respect you. (laughs) (laughs) I pull back on my mighty bow, and I point it now at the ghoul that's fighting Quinny, and I unleash a barrage.
0: Of of one arrow.
4: Of one arrow.
3: (laughs) That is 17. That will hit. Roll your damage. Nine. Holy shit. Your arrow flies true, shoots right through the eye of the creature, and slumps to its knees, and then falls over next to Quinny.
2: And I yell to Quinny, maybe try pushing him.
3: Okay. <laughs> Quinny, you've got a dead zombie at your feet. Yep. Uh, there's a ghoul in the room. There's a zombie in the room. Uh, sorry, the zombie and ghoul are in the forge. Uh, there's still a bunch of skeletons that are uh, avoiding butthole. I go up to the, the stragglerest of the
0: skeletons. <laughs> yell over at Butthole, and I'm like, if this guy turns hostile, Moon Hammers, like decrees that you have to keep me alive and keep me healthy.
2: Listen, I never said I wasn't gonna heal you, but I do wanna point out, just as a matter of pride, you think you're sneaky, Alan has done this successfully. So yeah. that's not on me if you fuck this up. Yeah, it's almost
0: joke. though it's up to chance, like a roll of the dice,
3: so let's see how this goes. <laughs> Real good start. That's a total of ten for stealth. Unlike uh, Alan with uh, with her glass staff, just sort of gently corralling it. Uh, you're a little bit smaller, so you're kind of like trying to, you know, doing that like weird like football thing where you're like running yeah. back and forth in front of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the skeleton's still moving, so eventually you just kind of grab a piece of leather belt and try and spin it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as soon as you do, the skeleton looks at you, clacks its teeth, and uh, brings down its mace. And I yell over to him, and I'm like, "Hey, maybe all the smug yelling didn't help." <laughs> Well, you would know! <laughs>
2: I'm
1: doing great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the skeleton maces you for seven points of damage. All right. Okay, uh, Alan.
1: <laughs> All right, so we got that one skeleton engaged with Quinny. I'm going to take my light crossbow and try to hit that guy. Okay. Just shatter the skull. 14 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Seven damage.
3: It looks pretty fucked up. Clack your teeth now, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the round. So the zombies have been handled, Ghouls has been handled, butthole. All right, apparently we're just fighting skeletons, so I'm going to close <laughs> the
2: forge. I'm going to pull the forge door shut. Does it have like two handles? I want to take the pickaxe that I've got in my backpack that I'm never going to use and just wedge the door locked yep. so they can't get out. Great. So I do that. So it does have a use. You're welcome. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking Quinny. Uh, And I just, I I grab Ranger's shoulder and I cast Cure Wounds as a level one spell, which will cure you for 10 health points.
4: Oh, Ranger rises to his feet. Still bloody, still bruised, but hanging in there.
2: (laughs) I guess that's probably my turn if I did the door the other, yep. Uh, hey, you didn't
4: get rid of the shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, I can heal you. I can't bathe you uh, with
3: magic. <laughs> skeletons.
1: I, I can clean that's you. Attacking, though. Attacking.
3: Uh, Quinny is going to uh, swing its uh, swing its mace yet again. It will hit, uh, and it will nail you for three points of damage. Oh, that's not so bad. Okay. The rest of the skeletons now seem to have disappeared into the into the shadows. Okay, which brings us to Quinny. Alright,
0: I'll use my movement to disengage, mm-hmm. and then my cunning action to run my full like movement speed back to the group. Yep. Uh, and then I will, uh, I'll move halfway, uh, because that's too, now I'm too far from my bow range. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'll turn around and I'll fire a, a,
3: a shot off with my short bow. Alright, go for it. Well, that's 24. That'll hit. Okay. And that's 7. The uh, skeleton explodes in a burst of bone shards as your uh, arrow lands true. Perfect. You can hear some uh, some scratching and some scrabbling at uh, the other side of the door, but the pickaxe seems to hold.
4: Playing scrabble back there. That portends very badly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you know what? I'm glad they have a game in there, though, because, I mean, realistically, if you're having fun, you're less likely to try to get out. Like, put me in a party room with a game with Ranger over here, and I'd be just hours of fun. <laughs> it would be great if all of us could play a game one day. DM looks around the table and plays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go over to the iStock on a stick and take down that note. Can I read it? Yep. Um,
1: oh, poor Ku give,
3: give me a minute. I'll uh, R. I. Carl. punch that out for you. When he's doing the
0: old short rest game.
4: Did, did anybody find the note that Kara left? That's know. what I'm that's going what to get
0: checking. is the note off of the iStock stick. Yeah, He gotcha. did not attach a note to his own iStock, though, I don't think. I think it's no? someone
2: else. Um,
1: listen, I'm going
0: to
2: read it, and then this mystery will solve itself
0: Just
1: chopped
4: off his own eye stuck. This all doesn't fa- sound very much like Carl, is what I'm trying to say
2: <laughs> Alright, so Quinny's taking a rest to heal himself Do you want to take a rest to heal yourself, oh, like bandage your wounds yes. there, Ranger?
4: Let me just,
0: going to take off my underwear, go and commando here it's, <laughs>
2: thanks, it's Thanks for sharing I have a question that
0: is probably embarrassing to uh, say into a mic But um, do I add my proficiency with weapons when I do damage? No No? Okay, good, I have been playing correctly this entire time so I have been yes. Okay, good but he would add
2: his dexterity uh, but you would add to his damage.
0: Dexterity oh, so yeah. I have been doing that wrong. I've just been going off the dice for the past
1: Oh shit.
3: several episodes.
2: Well, you've still it's been
3: nuking things on Yeah. Oh, her.
2: also Tom, I've been using if we just want to make some Welcome to Confessions. <laughs> uh, I found out uh my my healing spell preserve life can only heal someone up to half their heal points if I farted out into the distance. So I can't heal people all the way. It's just for saving lives. I learned that
3: I've actually been reading a Pathfinder manual this whole time. (laughs) It's a joke just for like the five RP nerds listening to this. (laughs)
1: Hopefully more than that. (laughs) I actually discovered I've been uh, preparing too many level two spell slots. So, whoops. (laughs) Doing it correctly from now on.
3: Good round (laughs) of confessions, everybody.
2: All right, so I got the note here now that everybody's all passed themselves up. It says, leave or die. Uh, And there's a picture of a spider that has... Way too many legs. The spider has twelve legs. Yeah. So an idiot wants us to leave. Well, yeah. They're all they're already past us. Uh, have a look over there, and I gesture
3: over to the body of a, a dead bugbear that I spotted earlier. So there's a uh, there's a dead bugbear sort of slumped uh, against the side of the uh, the forge. Looks like it was uh, scratching at the door from the outside. Oh, it's so he brought the and zombies full of bites. over. What an idiot! Okay,
2: so well, I uh, bugbears, right? The bugbear killed Carl. No way, there was a gang. So I'm going to take, uh, take Carl's. I'm going to take Carl's. Go over to the Carl's eyeball on a stick, and I'm like, we need to show Carl the greatest respect. He died protecting us while we slept. Do you want to eat this ranger? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you you'd give this to me? I don't have to take it. No, I take the eyeball stock off of the stick, and I walk over, and I hand it to Ranger. Like two-handed, though, where it's like a special treat. thank you so much.
4: You might want to turn away. This is going to be very awkward.
1: I I just whisper to Quinny, I'm like, this is not an elf thing. So, (laughs) so, I turn
2: turn away to look away. You guys can watch if
0: you want. It's up to you. Uh, Yeah, I, I turn away as well, but I'm also like... How is he so slim? If he does this to everything he kills. So
4: I plunge my fingers <laughs> into the sinewy eyeball, and I start I uh, squeeze all the juice. that shoots out right from the pupil down my throat. I'm just like taking it like I'm doing a kegger ha- uh, handstand, <laughs> and I start
2: I start farting the classic funeral songs. This happens just burr burr burr. Uh, and Goblin Junior goes over and stands beside Ranger as he starts eating this whole eyeball. And Goblin Junior looks it up at him like, "Hey man, you want
4: to give me a bit of that?" Okay, so I poke out two holes uh, with my fists through the eyeball, because it's now just like a sheath of what used to be an eye. Great. Okay, I give him that. It's basically like eggs. I'm giving him basically two eggs.
2: Yeah, so he takes the bowl off of the back of his outfit where it's hung up and lets you put it in the bowl, and then he sets the bowl on the ground and eats out of the bowl, classy-like. Eat
4: some of those eyeball pancakes. (laughs) And then, hey- I forgot I was going commando, but not anymore. Two holes—that's prime for my legs—and I Jeez. put them on. And now I'm wearing a mighty eyeball
3: penis hammock. <laughs> wow! I legitimately for was two. worried he was going to fuck for it. For two. <laughs> uh, so Ranger, you know, not only have you just had a, a wonderful ritual to uh, honor a fallen fallen compatriot, and you know what—a pretty solid meal—but given that you've just eaten a spectral creature, you suddenly you feel a strange tingle. Uh, And you you can feel kind of a pulsing in your eyes And you get the sense that you've been imbued With a special power A final parting gift from Carl (gasps) Oh my What is this? I'm writing it down (laughs)
4: Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I turn around to see what's going on I'm like cyclopsing out here Like (laughs) (laughs) oh So wait, so you, you'll, get, uh, you'll get killed off camera in the third movie? That's what you yeah. do?
4: No, my eyes are flashing. Yes, maybe. <laughs> but also my eyes are flashing. Oh!
3: So basically you've been imbued with a confusion ray uh, that you can use oh, once fun. a day. When you use your confusion ray, the target must succeed on a DC 13 wisdom saving throw or it can't take reactions until the end of its next turn. On its turn, the target can't move and uses its action to make a melee or ranged attack against a randomly determined creature within range. If the target can't attack, it does nothing on its turn. I bet none of do you us have saw dog that. Dog shit going. on
1: you? Hmm? Do you have? Do you have like?
3: No, he has his own shit on him. That's him. He pooped.
1: Oh, do you I, know what? I, okay, I, in that case, the smell is atrocious, and I'm going to use press digitation to clean that. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome.
0: Like a personal care worker. <laughs> yeah, turns out you just have to hit rock bottom, and then kind of start digging through rock bottom, and people just start taking care of your <laughs> shit for you. Works for Ranger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I start braiding what's left of Ranger's hair.
0: Oh, thank
4: you. He makes into like a little bun. <laughs> like.
2: I'm, I'm aiming for like uh, Princess Amidala, like Phantom Menace, where it's like a big bun, but it's presentational around the head. It's almost like a satellite dish just around the top.
4: And I hold the bun in place with some of my keys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, I'm so pretty, I'm so pretty. And he has his eyeball hammock on, so.
3: (laughs) Eyeball pants.
2: All right, so I I turn to the rest of the group. Well, we sort of got two options presented on this sheet. Uh, I think there's a third option, which is kick this guy's ass. Uh, And I flip the page over, and I pretend really sarcastically to read it, and I go, oh, that's what it says here. And then I ball up the note, and I'm like, fuck this guy, and I throw it in the corner. Uh, And then I'm like, okay, so we got two paths. We can either take the stairs that lead apparently somewhere in the north of this chamber, or we can go back and go into the, the dried-up water tunnel that was uh, over by the familiar. Let's, uh, you hear a thunderous boom and the walls shake. Yeah, no, that's fine. We got that explained. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take the stairs since they're closest, I guess.
1: All right, I'm just saying that the, taking the water path may lead us to... Am I might? imagine the Black Spider's trying to reopen the forge, trying to get the water flowing again. So should we follow the the dried upstream? I'd say
2: you're presenting something that gives us sort of two options. One is we'll either sneak up on him or two is we'll drown to death. So, well, there's no water there. Not now. But if he starts filling it with water, we're fucked. All I know is that we promised Carl
4: not to allow this forge to ever open again. For evil. We we promised for evil. We were very
2: specific. Carl said you can't let evil people run. Because remember, Carl's an employee. Carl's like the security guy at whatever the medieval equivalent of a mall is. He's the security guy. Carl Carl Blart. Blart. Yeah. Forge cop? Yeah, Carl Blart, forge cop. He's really great, but, I mean, at the same time, he's really just here to do his job. His service is done. I'm really sad he died. We did a beautiful ceremony. Okay. Yeah. No. I'll back. I'll back Alan up. Why? Why don't we go take
3: the uh, the secret tunnel? We've had good luck with that. Quinny just did a gym take to the camera about. We gave him a beautiful ceremony thinking about the stock pants. I did. I really did. (laughs)
2: Listen. We we believe in the philosophy of using the whole buffalo.
4: Although there was an awful lot of Carl left behind, I should point that out. There was still a fair amount of him. Be, right.
2: That's not our fault. If we find the other part, you, you can eat it. <laughs> fair enough. Works for Ranger. Ranger.
1: I think we've discovered why he's so thin. Yeah, he's just like eating necrotic flesh. Oh, There's, it like comes constant out of diarrhea. Yes. I was gonna <laughs> say. Yeah,
2: he's he shits he has. so much.
1: It's not it's not a healthy thin.
2: He pooped his pants, took his pants <laughs> off, and there was still so much poop on him that Alan had to use magic to get rid of it. It's yeah. easier to live. In the forest because I'm not judged so much. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm in support. That was a beautiful ceremony that you hosted. God damn it, I love this fellow. All right, so let, we're going to go take our, our, uh, our water path through the thing. Oh, so you're not going up the stairs? Alan suggested water path. Great.
0: So can I uh, just make an additional suggestion? That, oh, sure. Uh, Ranger, you did a real good job tracking down Alan here, right? Can you apply those tracking skills at all in here when we're looking for, if I tell you we're looking for goblins, bugbears, hobgoblins, that kind of thing? You mean
4: use my brilliant eyesight? Very well. Thanks. OK, so I'm scanning the room. I'm scanning the room. How do I go about
3: this? Uh, so uh, you notice, uh, first and foremost, using your keen ranger insight, you see that the uh, the bugbear seems to have something strapped around its neck. This seems to be an amulet of some sort. <laughs> sure. Oh, it's glowing.
4: Glowing a <laughs> magnificent. I'm immortal
3: now. <laughs> I have laser powers. <laughs> a Magnificent Green. Hey, uh, Ranger, you want to roll me a dexterity save? Okay. Seven. The amulet explodes and you find yourself temporarily blinded.
4: No! Quiddy, this was all your plan!
3: <laughs> it wasn't, but
0: I do have a line for this. What do your ranger eyes see now, asshole? <laughs> oh!
2: All lowercase. Go to shopify.com/dumdums d-u-m-b d-u-m-b-s now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs, and it is so shopify.com slash dumdums that's d-u-m-b-d-u-m-b-s if you open a store with Shopify you're going to be hearing that sound a lot Hello friends, Ryan here for another ad, but this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40k, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats. So you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. <laughs>
4: Ranger! did <laughs> I just yelled at myself.
3: Quinny! <laughs> All right, so I uh, I just... Beneath the, uh, beneath the amulet, you see a um, wooden tablet that says Coward. Scrawled upon it.
2: What's it say? So I go it's over I go I go over and pick up the tablet and I'm like <laughs> it says you know what? After you're blind, though, you're going to see so good. It's sort of just like a... It's a it makes you feel better. It's like yeah, having an appreciation doing for doing amazing vision.
1: blind acting right now. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah so say. I just...
2: Uh, I, <laughs> I look at the back of the tablet and it says, oh, yeah, and it says you're real cool. And then I ball up the tablet I'm like, motherfucker, and I throw it in the corner. Just you like, ball up the wooden tablet? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a couple you of just punches. just destroy it in your hands. Yeah. Jesus.
4: Dungeon Master, how long will I be blinded for?
3: You get the sense that the amulet was a... Uh, sort of an improvised arcane trap. So it's not uh, Quinny, from your knowledge of of trapping things to avoid proper combat, you suspect that the intent was that uh, someone would find the amulet on the bugbear at the start of the zombie ghoul fight Mm. uh, and then be stuck. But uh, since the zombies and ghouls have been dealt with, it is significantly less impressive. All right. So
2: I help Ranger sit down and I say, do you know what? Ranger's blind. Why don't, Quinny, you and Alan, why don't you try to figure out exactly what we're going to do? Ranger? I'm pretty sure you're going to be fine soon, but just in case you're not, I, I reach into my bag and I take out a piece of paper uh, and I take out a little like like a eating knife and I poke some little dents into it. And I'm like, I'm going to teach you Braille. Uh, and then I start <laughs> running his finger over the
3: paper and saying oh. the name of letters. I would like to point out, this is the first time anyone has taught Ranger how to read anything. It's true. I'm very illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to start with the alphabet. <laughs> Guys,
2: take your time is all I'm saying about mm-hmm. this. Okay, okay. so
4: this is all the right. word... Nipple. Yep. That's, this is nipple as well. Do you know what? I'm going to teach you. <laughs> Let's
3: <Okay>. see. <laughs> I start trying to teach him the alphabet. Okay. So, Queenie uh, and Alan, you are returning to the dried um, kiln area? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you return to the large room that the flame skull was guarding. Yep. So, to refresh your memory, uh, there's a blast furnace with a mechanical bellows uh, dominated by a disabled water wheel in the center of the chamber. You can see uh, heaps of coal and ash piled nearby, uh, along with carts of unrefined ore. Uh, the water wheel sits in a 10-foot wide channel cut into the floor of the room, but the channel is dry. You are currently standing in the entranceway to the east. There is also uh, yes, there's also an exit to the west and to the south. Uh, the empty channel exits to the north and east. Let's check out that channel, right?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
3: Okay, so if you examine the channel at the east end... Mm-hmm. You can see that it uh, it seems to lead into sort of a small tunnel that Quinny, you could probably crawl through. All right. Do you want to give it a listen? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a shot. Fucking uh, ooze. I you think you think you can hear uh, what sounds like waves in the distance? Oh, are we near any great bodies of water
0: like uh, above ground? No. Underground lake maybe? I don't know. Oh, sorry. I've been I've been musing off mic. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll light a I've got a lantern. Yep. And I'll light
3: that and I'll just start kind of making my way in. Okay, into so um, it's, it's pretty easy to crawl through. Um, it would be difficult if there was water, but uh, obviously there isn't. I'm uh, just
1: I'm, I'm hanging out. I'm not I venturing any further. I don't have a lantern. I have a
3: candle. Candle will work. So you come out into a large cavern that houses a surging, seething body of water. The rhythmic booming heard throughout the mines is loud to hear. At regular intervals, a fresh surge of water funnels into this chamber and slams against the wall just below the ledge. The echo suggests this cave may be an arm of a much larger cavern to the northeast. Wave, echo, cave. Got it.
1: All right, Quinny. <laughs> uh, from
3: where you're standing, you can hear uh, sort of echoing up between uh, the waves, pounding the thing. The sounds of uh, someone learning nipple in braille. Oh wow, they're learning loud. <laughs> this is a fucking hot book. It's true.
2: Listen, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna teach you a story, and I get to choose what it is, it's gonna be sexy.
3: Oh, and I hear that. Um, you just hear like you don't hear <laughs> oh. the words necessarily. You can kind of hear. Right, uh, coming from the east, you can easily piece together that uh, this room connects back to the uh, the room you were just in. So, okay,
2: what the, what the echoes sound like is you can hear me being like, and then the princess said, "Oh, don't put your two dicks there. <laughs> no,
0: she wouldn't want that." Oh, no. god! I scrambled so far into that crawl space again. <laughs> okay, so you come back out <laughs> yeah. into the uh, the chamber you were previously in. Uh, I update Alan, uh, basically let her know like it's called a wave echo mine because the waves make echoes inside the mine.
1: Uh, oh, wouldn't you know?
0: Yeah, fill her in, on kinda like what's going on back there and um told her that I heard the others, so I bet there's a easier way to get there. Kay. There's nothing really going so, on here. Oh, with the maybe channel.
1: that uh, northeast yeah. um exit that we saw earlier. Okay, cool. Um you wanna check out the other channel? Might as well. Let's see. All right, so we're gonna go to the to the northern channel.
0: I think I get how this works now where like the water comes in and pulses, so it would if it fills so, up enough, it would come through this this channel in pulses and um, spin the wheel oh, rhythmically right, right, right.
2: getting a bellows to pump rhythmically.
1: Cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So at this point, that's I realized uh, really cool. he wasn't going to learn so the alphabet like terribly quickly. So I basically just promised Ranger that if he could repeat the alphabet back to me, I would tell him an erotic story, uh, which <laughs> meant he learned it instantaneously. A, B, C,
4: D, E, F, G, H, uh, I, J, K, L, M, R, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. Uh, give me the story. All right.
2: So I'm like... Dear bunkhouse, uh, and I just d- just do oh, like bunkhouse. a got it. like a an erotic letter. It's it's got it's got some ups and downs. Surprisingly, it has a three act structure, but it's sort of clumsy. Uh, not very many of the characters Does are like involve
3: the uh, the famous uh, half orc strip club shag nasties. Oh, absolutely, uh, and it
2: also brings in uh, some. I'm not very good at character design, so I sort of just add a bunch of characters of people we've clearly met, just of, like slightly different names. Like who? Uh, Alan. Uh, <laughs> there's there's Binnie, Brince Bud-Butt, uh, and Lil' Bim-Bim. And then just, just a bunch of hookers. <laughs> Great. A bunch. Just a, a bunch. There's six. Exactly
3: six. <laughs> so Baker's doesn't know of hookers. Of hookers. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because well, I, I want to make sure that it works for the audience, too. So the hookers are of, of a variety of genders oh, and races. I'm totally I... twist
4: nodding right now. <laughs>
2: you know what? I'm so impressed that my story caused that that I, like, stretch out the third act. Maybe a little longer than it needed, but I, I really I just
3: keep raising the stakes. And then Alpha Flight showed up, right? Quite possibly. I'm not ruling it out.
1: So clearly two minutes have gone by. Yes,
3: two minutes have gone by. I think he's actually been able to see for a bit now. But uh, you
1: know. And
2: just as five hookers satisfy a Sasquatch, uh, the, the story ends, and I say the end.
4: We cut out the part, though, where he was actually playing the role of most of the characters, too. Very well.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I
3: appreciate that. I do a lot of voices. Very believable. I give you a rose. What the fuck? Wow. (laughs) Good. It looks like he's not getting kicked off the Bachelor Forgotten Realms this week. I I tuck it
2: into, uh, like, my gorget so it shows just beside my face. It smells real nice, and I'm, like, cool with it.
3: That
4: was inside the ribcage of of a dwarf.
2: (laughs) And I, I take the rose back out and I take a, a better look at it. It's a desiccated dwarf heart on a stick. And I'm like, still means a lot, my friend. Moon, Moonhammer and I thank you. And I, I tuck it back in my armor and I put this second heart close to my own. We give a bro fist. Oh, yeah.
4: And explodes.
2: Excellent. And you were blinded for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no! And I say, but let me tell you what happened to the Sasquatch next.
4: Humming, <laughs> hummina hummina humming, a boner.
2: <laughs> uh, so two minutes later,
4: uh, you yeah, find
3: yourselves we go back to the uh, joined up with, uh, with your friends. They fill you in on the nature of the Wave Echo Cavern, uh, and you start to move up to the uh, the exit of the dried uh, – I want to say riverbed, but it's not stream bed. That's what it's called. Hmm. So uh, when you reach the top, you can hear uh, some noises. It sounds like there's some excavation happening in the chamber uh, just beyond – and you hear someone, sort of like a foreman, yelling commands in Goblin.
2: Okay, here's here's my pitch, friends. Uh, why don't we have Ranger take the lead because he's got dark vision, uh, yeah. and he's he's sneaky and rangery. And behind him, Alan, if you want to lead the way, we've done yep. this before. Where Quinny and I could do the hand on the shoulder thing because then we don't have to use any light while we're closing in. Yep, that sounds good. And then I'll have a torch ready to go should it need to light up. Right, uh, It's like that song from uh, Cheryl from the House of Crow. <laughs> Every day is a winding road, but you
4: get a little bit closer. Sometimes, mm-hmm.
2: uh, truly a, a bard for the ages. I really don't like songs that end non-committally. <laughs> a little bit closer sometimes. Maybe I put, yeah. I put my hands up in the air sometimes. It's just weird. Just, just is it sometimes? Do that? I don't know.
3: Uh, it is. Uh, These are all famous tavern, tavern. songs, by the way. Tavern. T A. Yeah, if we get to the end, I'll tell you what the Sasquatch did. V E
2: mm-hmm. nipple N. Do you know what? I would say that's a strong eighty percent. So the Sasquatch K, and we'll save the last little bit uh, for what happens once you get a whole word
3: right. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> You uh, you follow the, the bed to um, what looks to be a giant rift uh, that has been uh, cleft in the ground in this next area. Um, you're able to sneak up to the ledge, um, and you can see on the far side there seems to be a male human drow and a bugbear who are looking down into the rift and yelling instructions. Down in the uh, on the base of the rift, you can see two bugbears who are digging with shovels uh, and complaining loudly in Goblin. And they haven't oh, noticed fuck. us yet. They have not. So Perfect. I I lean down and
2: sort of like whisper very sneakily to the rest of the group. I'm like, that drow is
3: definitely the guy who sent us that letter. Or another, another sh- shape changer, equally possible. she uh, should also point out there's a stream that comes out of the west wall and then tumbles down into the rift before sort of traveling out to the north. So okay. we're
2: on the lower okay. half of this so rift? So y-
3: before this rift opened, you get the sense the water would have connected all the way through. Uh, And this is probably why the stream bed is dry. Mm. So basically, if you're listening at home, uh, what you should be imagining is they followed the dry sort of uh, stream bed that would have been working the water wheel. Uh, up to the edge of a cliff. Uh, down at the bottom of the cliff is sort of a big, rough-hewn cleft in the ground with two bugbears digging, as well as a stream that's kind of pouring off the side. You get the sense, again, that this would have once connected to a larger body of water and operated the... So how far above was- the ground in the rift are we? Currently, you are uh, 20 feet above the ground. Feet. Okay. Uh, the bugbear and the drow are standing on uh, the same plane, but across the, uh, the gap. So I-, I lean to the rest of the group and I'm like... We could take our shot at this drow right now if we
2: time it.
4: Do you think we could stealth hit it with our bows? That's
2: what I'm thinking. You go bow. You got your
3: two hand crossbows. I can take a shot with a blue flame.
4: What's how, 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 far how far across, across? is the yeah. chasm?
3: Yeah. Uh, it is 50 feet across. Not okay. happening. So, so the, uh, the way good. ranged weapons work is you can shoot. You have sort of an, a standard uh, range, which is usually, I think, on a short bow. It's like 30. Yeah, it's like 25, I think. 25? Yeah. Um, however, if you want to shoot a disadvantage, you can double that. Uh, so... Most of you would be able to hit, but likely a disadvantage. Or...
1: My magic missile can hit.
2: We could shoot one of the bugbears below us to just ice that motherfucker, and then we could capture the other one and maybe they'd run away or come down. Well, well,
0: let me ask this, Tom. How loud
3: is the uh, rhythmic waves hitting walls uh, in this room? Uh, room? Less loud in this room um, Mm. because it's a bit further in. Mm. And uh, again, it doesn't happen all the time. But uh, you could... If you wait and listen for a bit, you could probably ascertain... The, the gaps between kind of them. Yep. We could sniper elite this and just uh, time our
0: kills and our loudest movements with the the booming of the uh, and the
2: rumbling of the of the waves. Okay. So sh- so we'll all aim for the bugbear that's below us on the left oh. on the first wave hit, and then we just reload and hit the second one right away.
1: I, I'm just curious. Why are are we worried about the bugbears, or more so the black spider?
2: Here's the challenge. The this, only that's the only thing. The only one who's guaranteed to hit that black spider is you. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So we could gotcha. waste
2: all the other shots and then have to fight uninjured bugbears. Okay. Um, and there's no guarantee that, powerful as you are, yep. a volley of magic missiles yep. will wipe out the black spider. Fair enough. So I'd say um, I've got a, a hand crossbow in the back of my crank, so I can take a shot at using that rather than blue flame, which uh, I would just say, let's call it unsubtle.
0: If I'm I'm looking around, uh, how is it that the bugbears at the bottom got down there?
3: You can see there are um, a couple of ropes, uh, sort of hempen ropes that have been hammered uh, into the cliff face on the other side, so the west side of the cavern. I think we're all
0: going to be more effective if we go down, take out these guys quietly at the bottom of the chasm, and then come up
2: on their own ropes. Yeah, but the the drow and the other bugbear are watching the two guys on the ground. They're yelling at them to tell them what to do. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a foreman, evil overseer thing with a couple of minions down in the pit. That's yeah. yeah. the thing. As
1: soon as we attack, them, the drow's going to know. So I so, might want to take my chances, and and I attack the drow.
2: Oh yeah, okay. okay. Was, I, I'm just saying because he's going to know a, anyways. This is a long discussion, in <laughs> but front of the enemy, you're very strong, I,
4: are you not? I'm. Yep. Would you possibly be able to, with all your might? Toss one of our smaller brethren oh,
0: this before.
4: One of our <laughs> smaller brethren across.
2: Okay, no, let's and we're doing this without featherfall this time. <laughs> no, it's it's a fifty foot gap. We couldn't throw him ten feet, and <laughs> Mudbutt's super strong. Um, so what if we what if we do this a different way? What if Quinny jumps down on one of these motherfuckers and yeah. just stabs the shit out of him? And I jump down on the other one because I'm a big fat guy and I can hit him with a hammer, and then Ranger and and Alan can take a shot at the drow. And we'll just time it out and do that at the same time.
0: All right, let's give it a
2: shot. If I'm, I'm good one. Uh, if I'm eyeballing
0: a uh, twenty foot drop, even if it's being softened by someone else's body, are we looking at
3: serious damage? You're looking at, at some damage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There's so, no uh, assassin free infinite yeah. fall to yeah. land on a body. Now you're good or link roll at the bottom business.
2: Well, look on the bright side, the falling on is gonna hurt hurt them extra. That is also true. Yeah. I did uh, when
0: I was coming up with the plan of taking those guys to the bottom at first, I didn't realize that they were being watched. Um that does give them the high ground and they will know
2: we're there. Just
3: so you guys know. Yeah, and no, if Avenge of the Sith taught us anything.
2: Yeah. The moment we do anything,
3: they're gonna know we're here.
1: Question Can I hear the black spider talking?
3: Um, the bugbear seems to be giving most of the commands. Okay. The drow seems to just be sort of like okay. Arms crossed, watching dispassionately.
2: All right, drop drop or shoot. Everybody just, do you know what? Everybody just say what you think we should do with those two plans. really quietly on three. One, two, three, drop. plan some more. <laughs> All right, so based on uh, the votes, we're going to shoot. Okay, All so right. I will, I'm going to blue flame because fuck, fuck, not blue flaming. Uh, they don't know, so maybe they won't make the dodge. So I'll take my blue flame shot at the black spider because we can sync that up with Alan.
1: I'm going to, and I'm going to fire Cloud of Daggers. At the black spider.
2: All right, some fucking knife rain. Quinny, do you want to go at the black spider, or do you want to shoot one of the bugbears right below us? Shooting the ones right below us makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so Quinny's going to rain death down below us. What, what are you feeling there, Ranger?
4: Going to rain death down below.
2: All right, so you guys want to shoot at the same one? Just sure. Pick, pick one.
0: Take the one on the left. You know you're right from your left?
4: You are such a You can't read, it. Big Ears. I'm sorry. I know direction. Okay. I can't spell it, but I know it.
3: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> One of the uh, bugbears down below kind of looks around like he maybe heard something, uh, but he doesn't see anything, so he goes back to work. Okay, I'm just going to just right right or left. Okay, do you know what? All of us are going to say
2: right or left on three just to make it a vote, okay? One, two, three.
0: Right. Left.
2: Okay, that's two votes left. Alan abstained. So <laughs> you guys are going to shoot the one on the left, and we're going to shoot the drow. Okay, everybody, we're just going to make the shots on three, okay? Line it up. Everybody tell me when you're in okay. position ready. Do, um,
1: do you want to know what cloud of daggers looks like?
2: Do you know what? I want to know it when it happens. Let's surprise us. I'm excited for something new. Okay, cool. I mean, the other stuff you've done has been so exciting, so I'm sort of (laughs) pumped for what this one's going to be. All right. All right, so three, two, one, shoot. So we all let loose. How how do you want to order this for your sanity, Tom? Um,
3: Let's deal with uh, the bugbear first, uh, because he's less exciting, and then we'll deal with the drow. Okay. (laughs) 14. Uh, So that'll hit.
4: Nice. That's seven.
3: Seven points Ooh, of damage.
4: Wait, no, that is seven. Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> so you thwack the bugbear soundly in the back. Are we? Are we all rolling with advantage? Yeah. So if, uh, whoever's oh, attacking the bugbear. Music to my ears. Let's do that first twenty-two. Twenty-two. That'll hit. Twenty damage. Now that I'm adding <laughs> my dex modifier, the bugbear gets hit in the uh, in the shoulder. It kind of turns, and when it does, you see a, the glint in its eye that seems like just a perfect target, and you thwack it through the eye socket and kill it. I set it up. You knock him down. That's the way it goes. Uh, meanwhile, upstairs, uh, at the same time as these arrows are flying in slow motion, I'll let you show. go All first right, down. So, I want to see what happens. So Paint me a I picture,
1: I conjure a cloud of spinning daggers in like a five Jesus foot Christ. cube surrounding the drow, so oh. that any so he can't move. Like basically, oh, you hold him in place. So
2: And stabs him. Fucking sweet. Yeah,
1: and stabs. So on the start of the drow's turn, he'll be taking some serious slashing damage from just spinning needle-like shit just all over his body. Oh, man, that works even better than I imagined it would. (laughs) Simultaneously, I I
2: squat down, and I just go... And I fart out, and I know it's the the black spider, so fuck this guy. Like Yeah, it fills the whole cavern, and I'm like...
1: Flame!
2: Uh, and the, the fart flies out behind me And it flies out like 10 feet back Like I'm just fucking giving her Because I've had prep time <laughs> So it swoops out 10 feet And then it just sprints forward Like they, the camera almost follows The invisible fart And the, the Warhammer glints and I actually raise Lightbringer and hit Lightbringer against the Warhammer and the, the brilliant light sprays forth
3: and it lights the fart that storms towards the black spider. Cool. Excellent. Give me one second while I look up how dodging when you're in a cloud of daggers looks. Plus Dagger. Four. I can't believe plus four to damage. D-A-
0: cool. G- G- <laughs>
3: yep.
4: E shaped nipple.
3: Yeah, oh, That's almost how you spell tigger. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so that is a, uh, what kind of save is that, right? Deck save. DC Deck save. 14. Beauty. It fails. You get the sense that it's hard to dodge things when you are surrounded by dex. Yeah. And it
2: uh, the black spider takes
3: four radiant damage. Four radiant damage. Very nice. So uh, you hear kind of a combination of shouts. Like, basically one bugbear immediately dies, uh, and then suddenly uh, the, the spider is, like, flailing around in the... Cloud of daggers, it's engulfed in blue flame and screams, ambush, kill them, kill them. Uh, so roll for initiative, please.
0: Oh, again, it's just on a 20 and it rolls over to a two. <laughs> uh, initiative total is six for Quinny. Six for Quinny. I have three. Three for butthole. I am fifteen. There we go.
1: I am also fifteen total.
0: Nice. Okay, we're kind of paired up. That's cool. L sisters doing it
3: for themselves. <laughs> 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 it's another famous bar song. <coughs>
1: Do you want us to roll us d sixes to determine?
3: Uh yes, please. So, um, because you guys match, I'll guy we'll roll first. D six. So I go first. Cool. Okay. So uh, first up is uh, the bugbear in the bottom of the pit. Uh, he looks at his friend who, who fell, looks up at uh, the roof there, and uh, throws down his shovel and says uh, in gruff common, well, fuck this, and uh, runs for one of the ropes and starts trying to climb out of the pit back up to where his friends are.
2: And I turn to Alan and I just go, these Bugbears. Just horrible work ethic. Like <laughs> remind me never to hire a
3: bugbear. So uh the bugbear is about halfway up the rope. Uh, is anybody
4: able to shoot the rope with an arrow and just plunge it to his death? Maybe eventually, but he's moving precise. so fast. Yeah. Okay,
3: uh so the foreman bugbear yells something to the effect of like, shit, it's an ambush, get up here, and he goes and he starts pulling his uh his friend up so he'll get the uh, the other oh. bear up onto the, okay. uh, yeah. on the platform with them there's some good cooperation so there. Uh, nice. the two of them are up and uh, they form a uh, defensive barrier in front of the spider who is still surrounded in a cloud uh, of daggers
2: just a fun question do they go within five feet of the spider where those daggers <laughs> have- yeah
3: they're like you know what that seems great and then they just take their faces and they take all their armor off and they just <laughs> plunge their faces and their dicks into the dagger storm at the same time and they're like how could this happen our players are so smart and then um, a, a crossbow cake murders both of them it's a real, it's a hell of a day for them. And then suddenly, uh, butthole, you Great shake question. you shake the vision out of your eyes and you're like, oh, wait, no, that's just what I wanted to happen. I lean over to Alan and I go, reality is so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> You say having lit a fart on fire with your combined hammer mace? Listen, that's how gods work. It's not a thing. Uh, Um, All right. (laughs) What does that
4: mean? This
3: brings us to uh, Alan. Uh, So you're using concentration to keep your dagger storm going. Uh, What else would you like to do?
1: So I can use, um, I can also attack with any spell that doesn't require concentration during this. So...
2: Is that due to it being one of your special spells, or is that a feat, or what, what lets you do that?
1: No, that's just, it's like a, it's a conjuration. <sighs> just the
3: nature of the spell. Um,
1: Fucking it's cool a conjuration wizards. spell requiring, ca- yeah, concentration, and so I'm I'm good.
3: Uh, for the record, those of you listening at home, uh, Laura actually has a very impressive spell book, literally written out. Like, she literally has a leather-bound book. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Alan, as I'm talking to Alan so much, I also suggest, Alan, if you want to hey. stay focused, Maybe use the big fat guy in plate mail as a shield. Just a thought, so nobody shoots you and your daggers disappear.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So good call. Can we get ridling? So, like a I, so I'll, I'll use my basically ridling
0: in town or something.
3: I don't know if they've invented that yet. Maybe that's they, a, they just stuck to the old fashioned way of hitting. There's children. a plan afoot. You'll say that could be a cottage industry for Quinny when he gets back. So <laughs> so
1: from so for my action, I'm going to. Uh,
3: because you
2: get the move on top of everything
3: else. So. Yeah,
1: so... Oh, on top of everything?
2: You get a move and an action, so you can I move do? and cast a spell. Yeah, that's every action. Oh, crazy. Uh, action.
1: Okay, so I'm going to uh, kind of retreat back around Butthole so he's blocking me, so sure. I'm not... Uh, don't get... Insta-killed? Insta-killed or distracted. hmm mm-hmm. um, And I'm going to fire uh, three magic missiles at the black spider.
3: Great. Light them up.
1: Each missile does... Three damage for a total of nine nice. damage.
3: The spider uh, writhes in pain as uh, bolts of magic missiles strike it in the, uh, amidst the cloud of daggers.
1: So much piercing and slashing.
3: <laughs> yeah, having a rot day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a great day. I,
1: I moved on from poison. This could have been such, a nice, this could have been hey. such a
3: nice dig, but <laughs> you know, here we are. Ranger.
4: You know what? I'm going to try out some of my X-Men powers. Oh, right.
2: Confusion Ray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The Fable and Folly
1: Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space. Multiverse. Stars. stars. One-stars. One-star reviews. Join Negative Nancy and Chatbot aboard the Space Window, as they bring you the worst one-star reviews from all across the universe. I'm supposed to say that we promise to bring you the very best one-star reviews from all across the multiverse! But you know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe that for one second. I'm rating my driver Marcus one star. Not for his driving ability, but instead for his disloyalty and cowardice. Lackluster moon vacations. A can of beans. Abandoned malls. Cat beds that don't come in human sizes. Dragon stuff. Come have a laugh back at the one star reviewers. Listen to the one stars wherever you get your podcasts.